Hey, thanks for downloading Sockets and Cylinders. I'm B105 Statman with my pal, Andrew Rosen. What's going on, everybody? And my brother, Tom Stats, hanging out, too. What's going on? Back with us again. We're right in the middle of an exciting time for Sockets and Cylinders. We're doing filming for our Sockets and Cylinders like uh, video episodes, and we're working on the 71 Mustang that I got uh, last January, something like that. The Hot Mustang is named by your daughter, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> That's right. My daughter, Jane, she... Uh, she named it the Hot Mess Stang, and we're going to go with that because we all like it. And it is a hot mess, but it's a hot rod, too. And once we get done with it, oh, mechanically, it's going to be sound. Aesthetically, it's going to be loud. Again, it's, it's not going to look too good. But we've been here uh, at the Smythe Automotive Shop where they normally work on the transit vehicles and yep. the delivery trucks and stuff. The Smythe Fleet Maintenance Center. And so far, we've installed the gas tank to the Mustang, a brand new gas tank. You want to tell us about where you got it? Yeah, Andrew? absolutely. Spectra Premium hooked us up with a brand new gas tank for the 71 Mustang. Spectra Premium being a great vendor of ours. Obviously, they still make products for vehicles, late model, early model model all the way up uh 71 mustang fit like a dream a couple bolts came out nice and easy tom and i got that installed earlier this afternoon it's going to make for a great video don't be intimidated that's one of those jobs you know for a long time i was always myself scared of doing anything with the fuel tank or... oh for years i was afraid yeah. of the whole gas line system yeah. i thought i was going to blow myself up and yeah. i'd take it to somebody else anything fuel line related i'd take somewhere else but yeah let uh, them blow themselves up exactly <laughs> but working with tom he gave me the confidence and well you work around fuels all the time how do you think our gas tank installation went today oh not not bad at all i mean uh, with it being a reproduction tank you're gonna see uh things that don't quite fit right more stemming from the original vehicle is stuff that doesn't fit right especially as you get into a reproduction not even so much a reproduction but a restoration there's pieces that we had to grind here or sand there but for the most part i mean with little to no modification it went in and it, it fit pretty well this was the first time for me to ever like witness the installation of a gas tank and i gotta say i uh i learned a lot today one thing is the rubber bushings Anything rubber needs to be replaced. Would you say that's yes. safe to say, Tom? That, that's that's what I meant to say with uh, with it being a reproduction tank, everything not fitting right. It's more of all the original snuff being corroded and seals being wore out. It adds extra steps. One of those extra steps we had to do was we had to break out like the Dremel and kind of clean up the edges a little yeah. bit. There was some oxidation because the tank had sat empty for so long and water had got in it that it actually corroded a little bit of the yeah. fixtures and everything everything let's explain why did we need to change out the gas tank tom what was wrong with the old one well someone had already uh, fixed uh, quote unquote fixed it at one point rigged yeah and they uh, they put a whole bunch of patches well they painted it and then put a whole bunch of patches all over it and all the patches of course are starting to wear out starting to leak the paint was kind of keeping the the patches from adhering on not to mention putting patches on a tank is not exactly the right thing to do <laughs> well, when they fixed it in 1986 or whenever years ago, maybe that's just the way they used to do things. Yeah, it got them down the road for what they needed, but it definitely was not right. Not right at all. And then the big old dent in the bottom corner was pretty big, too. Well, with, with that dent being there, anywhere where the uh, the metal is puckered like that, that's where it's most likely to start leaking, is anywhere where it's been creased like that. And you could already see on the bottom of that tank that it was starting to get to that point. 
The nice thing, too, about that gas tank you got for us, Andrew, was it came with the straps. It came with most of the hardware all included. A lot of those new parts like that, man, they're great because they do come with everything you need, from the snap ring to the gaskets, all taped on the tank when we got it out of the box today. It was awesome. I mean, pretty much just the whole unit ready to go, ready to get strapped in and bolted up under that Mustang once we got some of the uh, questionable stuff removed that yeah. was there from the previous owner. So. Yeah, questionable. And the <laughs> rust, too. I noticed you guys both started with black hats, and now they're pretty uh, pretty orange. They look kind of hooday yeah. color with the yeah. black and orange rust all over it. That's my new undercar hat now. Yeah. So Yeah. <laughs> and to update you a little bit on what we're doing onto the Mustang is we got a bunch of different things pretty much from top to bottom we've had to replace. But one thing we thought we were going to have to change out was the front brakes, but surprise, which we found a lot with this car, somebody else had a project going with this car, and they just gave up on it and threw everything back in the car, and then that's where we picked up uh, when I bought the car. Well, the front drum brakes were completely rebuilt. They're in like almost pristine condition, which means the previous person was in the process of fixing it up before they either ran out of money or they couldn't find a part or it was just time to sell it. And uh, that's one of the nice little surprises. Have you guys come across any surprises while working on the car? Not good or bad? We found the um, air inlet valve in the truck. Oh, yeah. When we were under there, we saw some cut lines and it looks like there was an air suspension of some sort at one point in time on the vehicle. What? Somebody had an air? This is news to me, yeah. too. Like an air ride was yeah. being installed and they yeah, just... Probably it, air shocks. It had been there at some point. Somebody yeah. went up there and cut all the plumbing out. Oh, man. There's just, all you can see is a little bleeder valve pretty much at the yeah. top of the remaining pieces from that system. But uh, uh, Well, since we're talking about shocks, that's one thing that I think I'm going to eventually have to replace on that thing. What are some great shocks that Smith Automotive uh, carries that maybe I should look into putting on the Mustang? Yeah, no, absolutely. We carry shocks from a couple different vendors. Um, Monroe, FCS, Unity shocks. Um, with that type of vehicle, I think Monroe or FCS are definitely going to be the choice to go for those. Um, keep your eyes tuned. Maybe we'll do a Sockets and Cylinders video episode on shocks and struts for that vehicle. Yeah, and until we do that video, I'll be riding low and slow <laughs> and bumpy like a boat. <laughs> awesome. What are some of the other things you uh, think we need to do to this 71 Mustang, Tom? Well, we, know, we need to do the timing to make sure it runs good. And then once we get it running, just make sure it doesn't leak anywhere or do anything crazy. That's about it. And then we'll be roadworthy and hopefully one day take it in a lemons rally, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Now, Tom, you're famous for having the F1 shifty. Yeah. Um, you've been having some problems with it. What are uh, what are some of the latest repairs you've had to make to this F-150, uh, what was it, a 93? 93. Uh, that we took on a Lemons Rally, drove it 3,000 miles in a week, and, well, now it's showing that we drove it for 3,000 miles <laughs> in a week, isn't it? What, what kind of problems have you been facing with it? The, the big thing is, uh, the big noticeable thing that everyone knows at Truck Bar are the stacks. Now, when I did the exhaust for the stacks, I kind of just, like, slapped it together in one night of what I could find laying around. <clears throat> and it worked. It worked great. But, like, the, the flexible lines that I had are the real cheap, cheap ones. <laughs> they rusted out bad. And, actually, this past weekend, one of them blew out. So now it's uh, the exhaust is coming out of one stack, but not so much the other. And it's just it's just noisier than it was before. <laughs> oh, it's just lopsided. Yeah. It's, oh, the poor truck. Oh, yeah, it still runs great. Other than, that's really the only problem I've had with it, other than uh, the reverse line. Lights went out, so I had to get a reverse switch for it, and that's 
uh, Jason actually timed me. I had I just I switched out the reverse switch in less than a minute. Yeah, you love this, Andrew. Yeah, we went over to Smythe, got the switch. When we came back to my house. He jumped yeah. out. Was like, "Time me. I'm going to switch this out." And boom. Yeah. I think it was like 49 seconds or something. Oh, yeah, it, was, it was real quick. And speaking of trucks, Andrew, you're talking about uh, maybe doing some suspension work to your truck. Yeah. So my truck's going to be the example video actually that we use. So Mevotech again, another one of our great vendors. They hooked it up for the YouTube series. We're going to be filming an episode featuring them. Uh, we're going to switch out some of the suspension pieces on my 07 Silverado. We Sweet. got our control arms and some sway link bushings um, and some ball joints, I think, under there. The TTX line is kind of their off-road side of things. So, Oh, so is it going to be lifted a little bit? Yeah, actually, um, I think we may eventually. I'm going to look at purchasing some Rancho shocks from Monroe and get it the fr- at least the front end level All down. Right. I'm a short little guy, so I don't need to lift it up too much. <laughs> you also have a baby on the way. You realize you're going to be in the back of the truck while the baby's riding in the front and mama's driving, right? Yeah, yep, I do. I, um, I'll be honest, I looked into getting some new trucks. I really love my truck, man. For 07, yeah. low mileage. It's got like 80,000 miles on it. It runs great. I'm a big Chevy guy, obviously, myself, so it'll run forever. I take good care of it. Well, you've driven that thing from Georgia to New York and back, right? I mean, where have you taken that truck? I, I, I drove it to Cincinnati when we moved here from Atlanta, but to be fair, I didn't drive it. I actually strapped it up on the trailer because oh, I, okay. I had a U-Haul truck that had it all the that had all the stuff for the house in it. So I wound up just throwing the uh, the pickup on a, on the trailer on the back. But other than that, yeah, I have driven it from Atlanta to New York, Tennessee, yeah, North over. Carolina, all over the place, and. Uh, even for a little two-wheel drive V6, she's gotten off-road quite a few times, and she pulls her weight pretty good. So, Well, maybe it could be a future F1 shifty friend yeah. of the family or something. <laughs> we just got to get some stacks, right, Tom? Oh, yeah. Well, cool. Well, guys, seriously, uh, we got some great videos on YouTube going to be uploaded soon. Us working on the Mustang, uh, the truck. There's going to be a bunch of other training videos and just some hooligans and fun stuff that we do around the uh, – around the shop here. The behind the scenes video should be pretty good. Uh, well, we'll give you a little sneak peek. Uh, at one point, Andrew and I were in the back seat of the Mustang as it was on the lift, completely in the air, and then as the Mustang came down on the lift, we did a little fun video. So look forward to seeing that. <laughs> yeah, that should be a good one. And uh, in future podcasts, by the way, we want to hear your problems. If you got anything wrong with your car, Tom is a whiz. We got plenty of people we could turn to at Smythe Automotive. Just tell us what your problem is make the noise if you don't know exactly what's causing the problem and maybe we'll be able to figure out and diagnose the problem by just your goofy sound that you make just email that where should they send it podcast at smytheautomotive.com like us on facebook check us out on youtube because the youtube series is going to be pretty epic we got to get back to filming because the director's like waving at us now (laughs) thanks for downloading this week's episode of sockets and cylinders we'll see you next week thank you everybody we'll see you soon thanks tom take it easy